We're a pioneer church based in Loughborough in the UK. Our mission is to make disciples to establish heaven on earth. Our panel today is going to be on the topic, oh thank you, on the topic of hope deferred, which to put it kind of simply is this idea of um, longing for something that hasn't come about yet. Um, and so we've asked these guys to come and share some of their experiences of that um, and also some of their insights and what they've learned um, on that journey. And we're really excited to hear from each of you. But for anybody who doesn't know you, do you want to just give like a really quick 10-second intro into who you are, what you do? Feel free to give a fun fact if you feel that way inclined. No Hello. Pleasure. Um, my name is Brandon. I am not a student anymore. I work at Baca. You're on a payroll. You get a dollar. And uh, a fun fact about me is I don't have an appendix anymore. That is a good fact. That is a very good fact. I didn't even know that. Um, my name's Hope. I'm 24. Um, and I came to Loughborough to study geography in 2016. And I'm now training to be a geography teacher, um, which is mega cool. Um, not really great with fun facts about myself. Yeah, That's I think we'll right. just pass. Yeah, no but pressure. I do have an appendix. <laughs> As far as I know, I might have been born without one, but I don't know. Uh, hi, I'm Becca. Uh, I'm a finalist and I study history. So I've been here since 2019. Um, fun fact is I took a gap year. That's, that's, what did you that's, do for your gap year? I worked. It's you a bit worked? boring, yeah. Oh. Doing what? I, I worked in a law firm and I worked in a shop. Oh, that sounds fancy. I'd say that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you, guys. Um, so, yeah, this is quite a big topic, isn't it? And um, we just had an amazing time of worship, but obviously we've not got loads of time. We don't have all evening, um, and we appreciate that we're not probably going to get through everything that we can probably possibly say on this topic. So um, that's okay. We're just going to hear some of what you have to say right now, and we're really looking forward to that. Um, so let's just jump right in. Um, so Hope Deferred, do you each just want to give um, an example of what that has looked like in your own lives? Um, Brandon, we'll start with you. Um, yeah, so my experience with my, well, Hope being deferred is uh, my brother called Josh. Um, he is no longer a Christian. Um, he was a Christian and... Um, a few years ago, there was like a, a time in his life that he was like doubting a lot of things. Um, more like to the area of like the theological questions and like the harder like questions that are like crazy. Um, and yeah, it was, it was kind of a difficult time because he would ask me questions and I'll go research, read the Bible and find something and say it to him and we'll have like debates and stuff. Um, and he turned to Islam, so he's a Muslim, 
and we were having like discussions about his faith and my faith um and it's it's hard because he's lived probably like 20 plus years being a christian and then like all of a sudden like it's gone um and it was like i think part of his faith and how he like modeled it kind of inspired me so it was like almost like one of the people I looked to or kind of like sparked that faith in me, lost it, and I was like, crazy. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he's no, he's still not um, a believer yet, but we have hope, that's why it's the first, um, and one day, God will. There you go. Thank you for sharing that. Do you want to pass on? <laughs> Um, so, yeah, there's been like, there's, there's loads of um, times and moments when hope's been deferred. But um, the one that I thought I'd share today was um, of when um, I'd been looking to um, become a British citizen and um, get my passport um, for a long time. So I'm a citizen of Zimbabwe proud um, um, but also I lived here since I was five um, and I really wanted to kind of like have that symbolized um, in the form of a passport but just as I was about to get my passport there was a hiccup because um, there was a like discrepancy between like documents on my name um, and if you know me I do go by a couple names so um, it wasn't something that I saw coming um, I, I'm kind of one to forward plan, and I seriously did not see it coming. And it was like a hope that I'd been holding on to for a very, very long time. And then all of a sudden, it was like snatch out of reach. And, um, and in that, like at the same time, it was like a lot of my life was then called into like question because I needed like documents to um, register for my teacher training course that I'm now on. Um, and I needed like, there was just, in order to process it and fix it and all, um, it was gonna take a lot of money and a lot of time and it was COVID and no flights were going out to Zimbabwe. So it just looked really bleak. Um, but in terms of that story, um, it was like a really sh like intense time of kind of having lots of uncertainty and having lots of questions as to like, gosh, what's life gonna look like or what am I gonna do? Um, but then also like, God, I don't understand this and like, what's, what is this? Like, I don't understand what is going on here. And it just felt that it was really difficult to like kinda, it felt like an impossible situation. Um, but thankfully, um, and I, I put it down to God's favor. Um, the person who was like looking at my case kind of assessed the situation and because of COVID, um, they allowed like my passport to go through, um, which was a massive, massive miracle and I praise God for it. But even still, like I'm so grateful to God that that kind of went through and I still need to like fix a couple things later on. Um, but 
there was like so many like questions and so many things that were brought up to the surface that is now like, um, yeah, it's just stuff that you can't you can't ignore or like. Then there was a lot of hurt in that process as well. So, um, yeah, that was that was like one experience of hope deferred. But there's like loads of experiences of hope deferred and ones that are still like not being realized. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a similar thing when I got this, this question that um, I just, so many things came to mind and I was actually on the phone to my dad trying to plan this. He's like, that's kind of life, isn't it? Like just going through the motions of praying through for things, hoping for things and either they get realized or, you know, you're, you have to wait for a bit. Um, and I think for me, what first came to mind was, was just university. I'm sure many of you are in the same boat that you came to university like expecting so many different things, but because of COVID, you know, so many things just haven't happened. So I was planning to do a gap year this year. I'm oh, not gap year, year abroad, sorry. Um, and that plans changed and that didn't happen. Um, but I think an ongoing thing for me, um, like that keeps keeps happening is just expecting a lot from myself, um, especially in this time of exams. I'm sure many of you also feel this, that there is so much, so much expectation, mainly coming from ourselves. Um, and often it can be a really lonely time. Um, even if you can have, even if you have the most supportive friends around you, um, you still feel quite alone because there is so much pressure on, on university and grades. Um, and whether you like exams or online or not, it's still, still the pressure's still there. Um, and so last term, I felt even more pressure because there were so many other things going on. And I felt that I couldn't dedicate the time I wanted to work. Um, and my, my grades suffered. Um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not really. Um, but those expectations I put on myself weren't being met. Um, and actually, yeah, I feel like we all go through that. Um, and it's a really hard time because now doing exams, I feel like I have an added pressure to, to make up for that. So I guess that would be mine. Thank you for all sharing that and being so like honest and vulnerable. It's really great to hear. And um, yeah, we're not just talking about past experiences, are we? These are also current struggles and um, things that I'm, I think everyone in this room can probably like name an example just off the top of their head of when they've been feeling in similar situations so it's a totally relatable topic um and i just want to bring in this verse now from proverbs thirteen twelve, which says hope deferred makes the heart sick but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life um and just that first part of that verse hope deferred makes the heart sick it really um, suggests that there's a lot of like negative emotions and negative things that can come from this like prolonged um, waiting for things or this prolonged like hoping for things. Um, whether that's like disappointment or disillusionment, like 
just maybe your heart just feeling weaker. Um, so does that resonate with any of you from kind of the experiences that you've had or how has your faith like looked during these times? Yeah, um, for me during those times there was a lot of doubt. Um, I remember clearly it was Sunday before church and I was, I was playing drums at home and um, he came in and he asked me this like crazy question and I was like, I just started doubting everything and he was like, well, do you want to go to church? And I was like, I didn't know what else to do on a Sunday besides church, so we just went to church. But it was, it was like I could have, honestly, looking back, I have no idea what kept me going. Probably was the Holy Spirit. Um, but there was like so many questions and so many doubts and I was like, am I like living a whole lie? Like my whole life has been Christian going to church and stuff. Um, and I think from my church back home and that sort of culture, it's almost weird or like frowned upon to doubt God because like God is real. So you don't have to like kind of doubt his existence and that's level of faith. And so when all these questions are coming about like creation story or contradictions in the Bible and all this sort of stuff, I'm like, is this all true? Is this, yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of my faith in that time was blind. But then like for me, when I did find answers online or asking my mum or like just reading the Bible, there was, like when I did find the answer, there was like a sense of peace that I don't really know, but like kind of that's okay. And I don't think anyone will ever grasp hold of like God's divinity and sovereignty and all that crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a lot of trust. Um, yeah, a lot of trust. Yeah, Hope Rebecca, do you just wanna, one of you wanna answer? Yeah, um, that trust piece is massive um, because in the face of like uncertainty, like I feel like what I often found myself doing was kind of faced with two options of like trusting God or like choosing to look at things realistically and like be pragmatic and in, a, in essence just try and take control because um, trusting God takes faith um, and like taking control is the easy choice then but then like it doesn't have any payoffs because like you're not really um, gaining any control you're just kind of like I don't know yeah you just there there is nothing you can't control stuff um, whereas, like, trusting in God, like, it takes faith, and, like, faith is, like, um, I think we, sometimes we forget that it's a gift of the Holy Spirit, um, and as a gift, it's something that we can ask for, um, when we're feeling, like, low in faith, but, um, that was something that I found myself doing a lot, as well as, like, realizing that I'd kind of be, like, I don't know, um, will, wallowing in my feelings and then realised that my perspective was totally wrong um, and that I was just like 
fully just not choosing to see where God was in the situation. Um, and then once, like, I did that and it kind of sort of brought myself back in a little bit, like, kind of humbled myself and was like, you know, God is God. Um, he is good and he is faithful. And even though you don't understand it, like, uh, you know, just trust him. Um, and sometimes I'd be doing that with tears, like literally flowing, um, with no understanding of like what was coming, but knowing that like my God is good and he's faithful. So I'm going to trust him. Um, and that cost, but also it was more life-giving than choosing to like take control and like, you know, go with the narrative that made sense, logical sense, you know. Um, but yeah, like my faith at the time was a lot of choosing to trust God. Cho like literally, like I'll be saying, repeating like truths over myself of like God is good. God is like trustworthy. And some people might like look at that and be like, are you not just like kind of brainwashing yourself or whatever? But no, because um, it's the truth that we read about in the Bible and um, his word is living and active and he is still the same God that he was yesterday, today and forever. And so like, it's not just like, believing in some wishy-washy stuff it's something of substance it's like it's the realest thing that we can believe in um but then that takes faith and so we pray we ask god for the gift of faith when we are struggling to believe and um yeah that that was what my my faith looked like um and also i kept i kept things simple i just could not i couldn't I could, sometimes I couldn't even sing, and like worship is so, like it's just so much part of my heart, and I love worshiping. But in that time, I just could, I couldn't sing, and so I, I kept things simple, and I would just listen to worship music and um, pray to God through, like tears of like I don't understand this, but I'm going to choose to trust you. Um, so, yeah, similar to Brandon in terms of that, like, felt like blind faith, but it's the realest thing that we have on this earth. Like, when you look around, you just have to, like, look at politics or, you know, like, the stuff, the craziness around us, around in the world and stuff. Nothing kind of, like, I don't know, everything's all over the place, but... God is constant and real. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we do just have to strip it back to the basics, don't we? And just, yeah, just take it back to those simple verses that we can cling on to and get us through. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing that kind of very real experience. And I think what's clear from what both of you said as well is that um, these, like, prolonged periods of longing, it's not just, like, nothing, nothing, nothing miracle. Like, mm. there are ups and downs, and it's a turbulent very turbulent journey, but like you said, Hope, like Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Like Hebrews 13 is, yeah, that yeah. we can rely on a God that isn't turbulent and isn't going to be up and down and um, is steadfast. And um, something else that the Bible says a lot is that we can depend on Him and our weaknesses as well. Like 
if you look at the Psalms or look at um, like Paul's letters to the early church, he's like, I'm struggling, but I can depend on God in my weaknesses. And so, um, yeah, what what kept you going with God during that time? Like, if there was one like little, I'm going to use a Bethlock phase, but a nugget of wisdom that you could um, like pass on to um, OH1 today, whether that's like practical stuff or just something that you want people to take away, what would that be? So yeah, like keeping things simple, um, like being really real with God, um, not not doing stuff, I don't know, like, yeah, just being real um, in whatever that looks like, um, and like not holding back in terms of the questions, because God's big enough to take it, like, it's kind of insulting to God if you think, oh, that question's a bit too big, you know, because he's actually big enough to take it, um, but yeah, um, and, um, yeah. yeah, Becca, do you have anything that you want to add? Yeah, I think for me during these times, um, it's not always clear the process that I'm going through. Um, I can't always see, especially if I'm struggling, I can't always see God working in me. Um, and so it's always really encouraging when I hear from other people, how God's working in their lives. So I really encourage you that, to, to speak to those around you, to seek out those around you, and just to ask them these, these questions. Um, and also, I've learned that reflection is really important, um, because often I don't see it as I'm going through it. But then when I look back, I'm like, wow. Like, that's so cool. Like, that's actually God doing something in my life that I just didn't realize because it's so gradual and I find we're often blind to what, what's going on within us because it often does happen so gradually. Um, and I think as well, it's, it's okay to, to be struggling. It's okay to feel frustrated and impatient when you feel that your prayers aren't being answered or these longings aren't being fulfilled. Um, so I think just keep praying and even if you're like, oh, got to sit down and do this again, and like, why am I praying the same thing over and over again? God's, God's still there. He's still listening. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I'd say. Um, and it's, yeah, it's okay to be finding it hard. Like, those around us are going through, while very different things, are probably feeling very similar feelings for their own situation. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'd say. Just reach out to those around you. Um, and when you have, you know, stories of God working, share it with those around you. you. Even if you think it's really, really small, it'll be so encouraging. You don't know how encouraging it will be to someone else. So that's why I'd say. Yeah, testimonies are a powerful thing, aren't they? And um, as you're speaking then, I was reminded of um, OH one summer when we were talking about um, how the kind of humanity of Jesus Christ means that he's able to empathize with us as well. And he's not so far distant that we can't approach him. And so we don't have to come before him, but like, yeah, I've got everything sorted. Like, you know, he can see right through that. And um, yeah, we can be real with him. Um, do you have anything you want to add, Brandon? Oh. Um, for me, what helped me was in my church, there's a lot of like 
confessing and like knowing God's promises and stuff. And like what you said, Herb, about like his promises and trusting. Um, like knowing promises like his promises never fail or like God is faithful, God is good and um, like his mercies and like whatever the promise may be that um, like builds the foundation of faith like keep on like keeping like repeating what you believe um, and I think personally like having seen God's goodness before and like wanting to seek him and like who he truly is and all this sort of stuff um, and like knowing the power of his presence like it does something like it, it's not like all for nothing um, and that helps provide the understanding of like God is good God is love God is hope um, and that those things will prove true no matter what comes in your life because you can think um, because of the hardship oh God's like crazy doesn't know what he's doing like how can God do this but I think what I've come to realize no matter what I think that doesn't change who God is and like God is always good God is always faithful even though you might not think he is being faithful like he still is and kind of like it's hard in the situation because like it just doesn't make sense but then you, God is still faithful and God is still good um, because like, obviously like he's sovereign and all, and, like all his providence and stuff so yeah I think like what you said Hope, about trusting and like like even just going online and just typing like God's promises and, like writing it down or like memorizing it memorizing certain Bible verses um yeah. yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of obedience, doesn't it, yeah. to kind of, yeah, just go online and be like, yeah, I'm going to find out what truths there are, even when I don't feel like it. And so, yeah, as you were speaking, Hope, actually, about, um, like, not being able to sing, um, it reminded me of... Um, like a situation earlier last year. I'm just going to join the panel now because <laughs> I just want to <laughs> my two cents. Um, yeah. But yeah, l earlier last year, I was um, in a situation where I was just in the midst of like not knowing what was going to happen in the future and felt like so exhausted from praying the same prayers over and over again and not feeling like I was seeing them answered. And um, I was on a walk one day and um, God gave me the words, um, lean into the mystery, hope is found in the melody. And I didn't know that at the time, those were lyrics from a song called Dear God, but um, that's a whole other cool story. But um, yeah, those words became um, like the kickstart of a really like beautiful journey of um, discovering like the power and the beauty in bringing our song before God. And mm -hmm choosing to just go to the secret place even in yeah. the toughest times even when there's like tears pouring down your face even mm -hmm. when it's like 4 a.m and you can't sleep just um spending time with God in the secret place was just like incredible and over time as I 
yeah, as I just spent time in his presence, that kind of blank expanse of mystery that was before me, that before was just full of dread and full of question marks. Suddenly, it was filled with possibility. And, like, my perspective completely changed. And it was, like, instead of dreading what was out there, it was, like, think of what God can do out there. And, mm. like, the, the hope started to come. And, yeah, I would say hope was found in the melody for me. And so... Um, that's awesome. That thing. That's <laughs> that such a great picture. My, yeah, yeah that's, that's such a great word. Yeah. Mm. Um, fab. Okay. Just, oh, just on that quickly. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just in terms of like prophetic words and like you mm. know God speaking. That's that's and that's such a. It's a lifeline in, mm. in those times. And God's, like, really merciful, and he, he will speak to us when we listen and, and stuff like that. Um, and I know that, like, there's words that God's spoken over me and to me that have carried me through, like, tough seasons. And, um, yeah, just, like, as another thing um, in terms of when, when hope is deferred, like, to ask God... Um, like, what are you saying or what are you doing? And um, please give me that, give me something to, like, hold on to mm. and to, like, walk with in this season. Um, because that, yeah. Because, um, yeah. It's just, yeah. that picture is great. But also, like, like creating yeah. the space to do that as well. Because mm. sometimes when we're just, like, got our shopping list prayers before busy, God, busy, it's busy. like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> and God's like, just shush for a second, and like, well, I don't, I, that's probably not how he says it, but, <laughs> you know, like, creating that space to just listen and be in his presence um, is still so important. Um, oh, gosh, I can't believe we're going to have to wrap up already, but, um, okay, I'm going to try and condense everything, but, um, Hope, you've like obviously shared an example where it feels like it's either at the end or you've seen some answered prayer. And so how does that affect your kind of prayer going forward um, and like future situations where you might feel um, a bit lost or a bit uncertain? Um, and like just bringing it back to that kind of second part of the verse that we shared earlier. Um, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Like that tree of life, just it's like when we see those hope um, fulfilled, then we're like renewed, we're refreshed, we're like, yes, let's go. And so, how does that um, affect you going forward? I think it's it challenges me to not be too small in prayer sometimes. Because, um, like, so, like, earlier, Amy brought the word about, you know, um, having that person in mind who, like, who we can be praying for and to, like, see see joined at the, like, banquet table. Um, and I'm being really real here. <laughs> so it might not come out quite right. But, yeah, um, so as... As she kind of shared that, um, I was like thinking, oh, who who am I praying for right now? And I was like, I'm not praying for anybody. And I was like, oh, why? Um, and it, like my mind was cast straight back to 
um, a friend who I'd been praying for to, like, um, come to know Jesus. Um, but then, like, um, he passed away. Um, and I don't know where he was at with, with God and where he was at in faith, but, like, yeah, he, he's, like, he passed away. And there was a lot of questions that I had in, in like, pain in that process um, that meant that now, like, I was just really challenged as I was, like, standing there, like, why am I not praying for, um, for somebody? Um, and so I, I kind of was like, God, please give me the faith to, to like, pray with conviction for um, someone in my life or someone I come across with or two to, like, come to know you. And so then someone came to mind, and so then I prayed for them. But I think just that thing of, like, remembering that faith is a gift and so if my faith is low for something doesn't mean that I can't have it or that it's wrong or whatever but like asking God to guide my prayers but also asking him to give me the faith to believe as well um but yeah that um it's it's made it's challenged me not to be too small or not to be too afraid in what I pray for and that like um and obviously, some the pre- some prayers that we pray never we never see the, their fulfillment, or like we never see them. Um, our expectations aren't met, um, and there's the mysteries that we kind of have to like hold this side of heaven um, for those. But then equally, like it's really challenged me not to hold back as well, um, because like. Yeah, God's still, still who He is, and He can. He still does stuff. Um, he still answers prayers. Um, so yeah, not to pray t- too small, I suppose. I, I think that's that's how yeah. it's one way that I can think of. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, Becca, do you just want final words? Anything to add? So oh, gosh, I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, just thank you for being so honest and sharing that. Um, I think, so for me, um, I'm going through a period of uncertainty. Uh, So as a finalist, I don't know what I'm doing next year. And, you know, the months are just going so quickly. Um, And I'm a bit of a planner. I like to organise things. I like to control things. And... So, if I'm completely honest, I'm really freaking out that I don't know what I'm doing next year. It's it's really scary. Um, I sort of always knew that I was going to go to uni. I knew that I wanted to do history. But beyond that, you know, it's never been clear. And I thought over the three years or maybe four years that I'd do at uni, it would sort of become clearer. Um, three years on, it's still not. Um, but I, I've been talking to quite a few friends about this. Um, and I think what's become really clear to me is that actually God's using this time in a different way. Um, He's teaching me patience and complete trust in him, trust in his provision, uh, that even if I don't know what I'm doing next year, he he does, and he has a plan for me, and um, it's, while it's really scary, 
Um, I am learning a lot about myself and about my relationship with him. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen next year, but I, I know that no matter what, that he, he will provide for me and he will give me um, everything I need. Um, but it is, it is really frustrating and scary when we, we don't know what's coming. Um, I feel like our fear is often based on what, what we don't know um, and that apprehension of you know, what's gonna happen. Um, and so I think it's, it's really important to put our faith in God in that because we, we cannot control everything. Even if we think we control the little things, we, it's so out of our hands. Um, and so I often feel for me, I need to do it more often. I need to turn to God first. Um, often I, I think, oh, I'll figure it out. And then if it gets really, really hard, then I'll turn to God. But actually, it's something that I'm trying to learn how to do is immediately, as soon as something comes up, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to God in that. Um, and even then, if, if he's still teaching you to, to wait, at least you know that you have him by, by your side. Amazing. Guys, let's give them all a round of applause. Thank you. Thanks so much for being so honest and so like, vulnerable and um, for sharing everything that you've learned as well. Like in amongst all of that, there was like some really good advice around like um, looking back at what God's done before you, um, before you before and. Um, yeah, like Becca, like what you were just saying then about um, there's lessons in the waiting as well. And um, yeah, God's working in every season. Isn't it?